Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here comes Hood. Rocking it. A three over Howard. Good! Rocking Hood is cold blooded. You are Locked On Jazz. Your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It is Locked On Jazz for the 6th of September. Top 100 players in the NBA list. Two of the Jazz have shown up before we hit 50. Is it right? Is it wrong? We'll discuss it. Coming up, plus all sorts of exciting jazz stuff, fun little TMZ stuff. It's on today's edition of Locked on Jazz. Pow! How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA insider. It is the opening week of the NFL, but we are getting... Just a little bit closer to the NBA. In fact, today I'm heading down and sitting down with a bunch of our jazz players to start some of our production uh, for the season. The organization is is crazy good to us. Uh, the players are too, and they let us kind of sit down uh, with those players that are in town this time of year. So I'll talk with G and Shelvin and Alec and Chris Johnson. A bunch of guys are in town. They're having open gym right now, uh, getting ready for training camp, which we haven't got an official date on yet. But if we're playing the third, it's probably got to be the Monday uh, before that. So lots of lots of exciting stuff. It feels pretty close right now. Speaking of the opening of the NFL, uh, let me remind you that the uh, Locked On Podcast Network is rolling right now with every show, just about all, but I think two or three are running up and going and going to be there for you this week. So that'll be, uh, hopefully you'll really enjoy that. Uh, subscribe and follow those shows uh, as well. Locked On NFL with Matt Williamson is really good. And if you have a favorite team, go grab it. Today's show is brought to you by SeatGeek. Use the promo code LOJAZZ to get a $20 rebate back. Download the app, go into settings, and put LOJAZZ down as today's show is brought to you by SeatGeek. All right, we always start the show the same way. You know that, and it's so much fun to do it. Let's go to pins across the world. Starts If you haven't sent me yours, please do. DLock09 at gmail.com. I'm going into the archives. I'm finding ones that snuck through through the cracks sometime earlier this year uh, that sent me something, and I, I didn't get it at the time. So, uh, in fact, let's go to Seth Price. He sent this to me in December of 2015. I'm a 1990s kid, and I remember when the jazz fever was at its highest. My younger brother and I had, both had bowl cuts. I love it. When we were little, we didn't understand that it was a bowl cut and not a bull's cut. Uh, so we asked the lady to cut our hair like a jazz cut, not a bowl cut. That's awesome. I have... Lived many places, such as Columbus and Cincinnati, Ohio, Columbia, Missouri, York, Maine, Waco, Texas. I've met jazz fans in every place I've lived. One man I met in Cincinnati said he'd been a jazz fan since the early 90s. He also added, there's no way I'm rooting for Cleveland or Indiana. So we had to find another team to pull for, and we found the jazz. I was raised in Draper, currently live in Orem. I'm a huge fan of your podcast. Listen to it every day. 
Whenever you don't have time to do one, I'm disappointed because I love it so much. Uh, thanks for your insight. Thank you to Seth Price, and you can be the pin across America or the world. Uh, just send us a dlock09 at gmail.com, and the game is tell us where you listen from and your backstory and how you became a jazz fan. All right, let's get to the tip-off story of the day. Uh, there is a cool site called todaysfastbreak.com. It's a FanRag Sports Network uh, site. They really do great work. And Kelly Scaletta is a writer there, assistant editor for Today's Fast Break. And he has been putting out the top 100 players in the NBA. CBS Sportsline usually does this. ESPN Rank does this. He's the first of the year uh, to do this. I always have loved this exercise. Former Standard Examiner writer and I, Tom McCacken, used to always do this together. Well, two jazz players have come in prior to 50. And I, I, I will get, you know, I think these lists are always interesting. I'm not really one who I want to judge somebody else's list. I think everyone has their own unique feel. Um, I one year put Shane Battier ahead of Carmelo Anthony to try to prove that I thought he helped you win more. But just to give you a little rundown of what he has, he has Will Barton at 100, Jalil Okafor, 99, D'Angelo Russell, 98, Thaddeus Young, 97, Harrison Barnes, 96. Bradley Beal all the way down at 95. Uh, that I thought was surprising. But you know what? That may be how he's played. We project more. Alan Crabb at 94. So Alan Crabb, better than Bradley Beal. I've, I'm going to struggle with that. Tyreek Evans at 93. Lou Williams at 92. Frankly, I'm not sure. I think he's a top 100 player in the league, and particularly since almost no teams in the league wanted him. At the trade deadline, again, uh, I guess I am blasting it, but it's everybody's opinion. Uh, 91, Amir Johnson, 90, Evan Fournier, 89, Taj Gibson, 88, Chandler Parsons, awfully low. Bismack Biombo, 87, Goran Dragic, 86, Drew Holiday, 85. Oh, my gosh. Did that story this weekend just make you sick to your stomach? Oh, my goodness. The Drew Holiday story, just horrendous. Uh, Cody Zeller, 84. Zach, uh, for those who don't know, Drew Holiday's wife has brain uh, tumor and has to have it removed, except for the fact she's pregnant. So she has to have the baby first and then immediately afterwards go into brain surgery. So Drew Holiday will not be participating in the early parts of training camp for New Orleans. Cody Zeller, 84. Zach Levine, 83. Rajon Rondo, 82. Jan Mahimi, 81. Jabari, 80. Interesting, by the way, the fantasy bat locked on fantasy basketball podcast. Josh Lloyd is doing team previews uh, using the locked on hosts across the country. Uh, I'm recording with him tonight, and he uh, he did a real he had a really interesting uh, show on with Milwaukee with the locked on Bucks guys, and their comment was that Jabari Parker is going to have to work very hard to become a better player than Chris Middleton. A little surprised by that. 98, Marcin Gortat, 78, Marcin Gortat, 78, Parker, 77, Darren Collison. I'd have Tony ahead of Darren Collison. Uh, 76, Serge Ibaka, 75, Norlene's Noel. I'd have Serge Ibaka well ahead of Norlene's Noel. Nikolai Mirachik, who was great after the All-Star break at 74, got that from the Locked On uh, Fantasy Basketball Preview with locked, with the Bulls. Cody West, or Sean Hyken uh, did that show. I listened to that the other day and realized how good Mirachik was in the second half. Andrew Wiggins, 73, Ryan Anderson, 72, Gorgie Dang, 71, Marvin Williams, 70, 69, Brandon Knight, 68, Aaron Gordon, and 67, Rodney Hood. So Rodney Hood comes in at 67th best player in the league. The next group he had was 66, Victor Oladipo, 65, George Hill. 
Luel Dang at 64. Kenneth Fareed, who barely played at times at 63. Tobias Harris at 62. Ed Davis at 61, which I struggle with. Ricky Rubio at 60. C.J. McCollum, 59. C.J. McCollum, probably better than Rodney Hood at this point. J.J. Redick at 58. I think I'd have him much higher. Dirk at 57. Batum at 56. Gallinari at 55. Crowder at 54. Teague at 53. Adams at 52. Bledsoe at 51. And Monroe at 50. If you want more, it's at, at todaysfastbreak.com, part of the Fanner Exports. But let's dig into what he had some interesting things to say. Uh, about both Rodney Hood and George Hill. So let's touch into them. Uh, Rodney Hood, he had it 67, 56th in win shares last season. His usage was only 21.5. So he's not, if you have equal usage across the floor, it's all 20. So he's not using actually any more than it feels. It feels at times his usage rate is high. And so his point is you get his usage rate up to 25, he gets a little more efficient, he becomes a 20-point-a-game scorer. And that Rodney Hood might be the one most helped by having point guards on the floor. Hood with Shelvin Mack last year at a true shooting percentage of nearly 60%. The league average is 52.7, I believe. He was fi- Rodney was 54 for the year and nearly 60% with Mac. Uh, the combination of uh, Rodney's catch-and-shoot and pull-ups was only surpassed by Steph Curry, C.J. McCollum, Kevin Durant, and Kawhi Leonard. And his all-around game, he just points out, and this I think might have been a Ben Dowsett note, uh, that... Uh, he's 77th percentage in the league in a ball handler in the pick and roll, 95th percentile in the league in isolation, 82nd percent in the league in spot up. I mean, this is the beauty of what the Jazz did in the offseason. I brought up a lot of times the idea that possibly you could take Rodney Hood and have him come off the bench and not stun his development if you could go get a better player. The Jazz instead go got, went and got a really good player in Joe Johnson, and I would suspect Rodney will still start and Joe will come off the bench. Now, Joe has never come off the bench in his entire career, so that could be um, a little different but uh, than anything he's ever done before and hard for him to adjust. So maybe we'd find out that you really want Rod, Rod leading the second unit, but you don't have to do it. Uh, and I think that's really a vital success point to what the Jazz uh, did this offseason. All right, uh, in regards to George Hill, uh, he came in at 65. And interesting, we've talked about this a lot with George. His usage rate dropped from 23.8 to 15.8 last year. Uh, so when when Paul George was hurt with a broken leg, when George Hill was on, he was using 24% of the possessions on the floor. Last year, they add Monte Ellis, Paul George comes back, he drops to 16%. I mean, he really becomes just a... Uh, off-to-the-side player. Now, what's interesting about him last year is of his points, he scored 328 points catch-and-shoot, 266 players within 10 10 feet, and 183 on pull-ups. So with a team with Rodney and Gordon, what does that mean? Like, why is that important? Because with a team with Rodney and Gordon and other ball handlers, Joe Johnson, maybe Trey Lyles, he's a very good catch-and-shoot player, and so that he adapts to that. He doesn't have to be a point guard uh, with, the, with this ball in the hands. By the way, uh, Scaletta's has Teague at 53. I would take George Hill over Jeff Teague every day of the week. Uh, last season, this is pretty interesting, after the Jet, this is where you, by the way, on this today's fastbreak.com list, you can question his ordering. His notes inside are just terrific. Uh, last season, after acquiring Shelvin Mack before the trade deadline, Utah's offensive rating 
so the Jazz get Mac. Utah's offensive rating with Mac on the floor last year was 106.6. Without him was 97.2. I mean, this goes back to the same theme we've talked about all year in which we're talking about a, uh, a guy who does a just fabulous job of – excuse me, a team that just did a, needs somebody – to lead them in some way, shape, or form. Mac did a fabulous job of kind of keeping things in control, and then the minute we got outside of our starters, we fell apart. 106.6 points per 100 possessions. League average is about 102.7, and 97.2 with Adam. So you add George Hill, and hopefully you really become uh, fabulous. Uh, Opponents shot 0.8 percentage points worse when Hill was the closest defender last year. Some people think George Hill's defense is overrated. You know, and it's interesting. I'm so high and so excited for George Hill. I think if we got a guy out from Indiana, I think a lot of people think that the guy is not as good. And if you talk to Indiana guys, they'll think that he's not as good. But I, 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 I think we're going to find he's fabulous and he's going to be playing off. I, I'm just so excited for George Hill. I'm really more excited for Joe Johnson every day uh, the more I think about it. Hey, with college football season going on, NBA around the corner, pro football, if you need tickets to an event, SeatGeek is the answer. Download the app, and you can use the promo code LOCKED, and you'll end up getting $20. Excuse me, use the promo code LOJAZZ. I'm so sorry, different show. LOJAZZ, and you'll get $20 rebated to you. So why use SeatGeek? Well, first of all, it's all on the phone. It's so easy to use. It's made the process uh, streamlined it. They're taking all of the different ticket sites, putting them into one place for you so you can really survey the scene. Then they are putting in certain tickets. Our big green circles means the best buy. Yellow means an okay buy. Might, you might have a place. You might want to be avoiding the sun. You, might, you can look at the stadium and figure out where you want to sit. Uh, and those, really, it makes it simple and easy. And it comes right to your phone and allows you to have the ticket right there almost immediately. It's just a great way to do it. I use the price alerts a lot. If I know there's a game I might want to go to and check out, then I can do that uh, with my SeatGeek app, and it will update me on the price alerts of what's taking place. If you want to go to the BYU-Utah game this week, it's back, it's awesome, it's fabulous, then you use the SeatGeek app and look up and see whether you can find the best, what the best price tickets you can find are, where they're going to be in the in the building. You can set price settings to it, and it ends up being a, a, the best, easiest way to do it. So check it out. SeatGeek and the app, uh, excuse me, and the promo code again is L-O-Jazz uh, on this one. Uh, that BYU-Utah game, by the way, uh, there are some green circles. 128 bucks to sit 50-yard line uh, is a big, huge green circle. Pretty darn good one. Uh, for you out there. There's some tickets as little as $100. I mean, that's a, it's a big ticket in town, and you can auto-download it right onto your phone. Check it out. The SeatGeek app, promo code LOJAZZ. All right, a few other notes for you today. Obviously, that Drew Holiday story I mentioned is uh, devastating, and it feels so wrong to be able to talk about it from a uh, you know from a basketball standpoint, but it certainly is... Uh, crushing to uh, in, in I mean I, I'm sick to my stomach about it I mean I, I don't even know what to um, how to react or, or what to say it's it's the New Orleans Pelicans could end up starting the year uh, with a starting lineup that's just not good 
I mean, this this it has huge basketball ramifications on them. I don't. I feel wrong talking about it because, but that is what we do. Um, and I, 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 it very well may take New Orleans just straight out of the, you know, it makes Tyreek Evans awfully important to them now. Um, it, it's, you know, Drew Holiday was the key to what they do. Uh, Danilo Gallinari revealed that he somehow he turned down a deal at the deadline last year. Denver trying to move Gallinari, then shortly thereafter he got hurt. Uh, but it does tell you that Denver probably willing to move Gallo. Denver's an interesting point. They've got so much young talent. Uh, Kevin Pelton's real plus minus had them very high as a, as a team that will make huge strides this year. And yet they kind of have a roster log jam where they got to figure out who's a part of it, who's not. And then they also have guys like Kenneth Fareed, who I think they'd like to move and they can't. Uh, Cleveland's got an interesting situation going on. They The coaches don't have new deals. And so the front office and the ownership and the coaches are suddenly at kind of a butting of heads. Chris Haynes reported a bunch of this over the weekend, and uh, it in turn is making things get a little testy uh, out there in Cleveland, which will be interesting to see. Uh, Tristan Thompson was seen with Khloe Kardashian, so you can start to put him on the James Harden, uh, Lamar Odom, Kardashian curse uh, list. Uh, my favorite story of the weekend is Jeff Adrian, former NBA player, evidently stole a car. Uh, I didn't know about this before. It happened before. He plea dealed this weekend. Stole a car from a valet and took a six-hour joyride uh, with some car and then returned it. I guess, uh, and that he plea dealed on that. WNBA links versus Sparks. Uh, two of the best teams in the WNBA play tonight. So if you're interested in basketball, you might want to watch that one. All right, I'm going to see a bunch of the guys today. Open gym. They're just kind of hooping. Uh, there's not a lot to share with you, but I'll share some stuff with you as the week goes on. Uh, I'll have my Josh Lloyd preview on Locked On Fantasy Basketball uh, for you to go check out. So we'll I'll do a jazz season preview. Uh, I'm hoping to talk to uh, Andy Bailey, another guy who does great work for uh, today's picks, uh, today's uh uh, fast break. Also, today's pigskin is their NFL channel uh, for you at FanRag Sports. So if you kind of if you go check it out, by the way, on Fast Break uh, today's FastBreak.com, and you go to the Jazz Team page, Andy's done most of that writing, and it's really good. Uh, and so we'll pro- we'll try to get him on uh, this week as well. All right, I hope you guys are doing great. Uh, a lot of fun stuff going on. Almost season. Hope you're enjoying college football. Congrats to the one and zero starts to the local teams. This has been Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.